You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. British Airways suffers a glitch, not a hack, but whichever it was, it amounted to an infrastructure takedown. Fancy bears may be snuffling at the government of Malta. The shadow brokers may be cashing out. Google kicks Judy Adware out of the Play Store. Researchers find another Android vulnerability, Cloak and Dagger. Anonymous is working on the Houdini Rat. Mall hackers in Liverpool mind their manners. And security researchers get rickrolled. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Tuesday, May 30th, 2017. British Airways is completing recovery from an IT glitch. It was not, apparently, a hack, as several initial reports over the weekend put it breathlessly. The incident is instructive in that it illustrates the way in which an accident can be easily misinterpreted as an attack. It also illustrates that some glitches can be as damaging as a deliberate cyber attack against infrastructure. The system outages disrupted flights worldwide, with many passengers either stranded or pushed into buying pricey alternatives. About 75,000 passengers on short-haul flights from Gatwick and Heathrow were most seriously affected, as British Airways found it necessary to suspend flights from London's two principal airports. The airline says the problems arose from a power surge that affected key aspects of its networks, but how that actually happened is so far unspecified. The company took a financial bath from the outage. It's believed to have sustained losses that the Times of London estimates at some £150 million. Flight, baggage and communication systems, as well as their backups, were knocked out by the incident. British Airways insists it's a one-off. As CEO Alex Cruz put it in an apology to those affected, absolutely this will not happen again at British Airways. There's been a Fancy Bear sighting. Fancy may be pawing through Malta's government servers, according to sources in the United Kingdom. The Shadow Brokers are expected to launch their Exploit of the Month Club this week, probably Thursday. The broker's auction of Equation Group tools has largely fizzled, prompting speculation that the broker's real motivations have been other than financial. However, Motherboard now reports Bitcoin moving from the Shadow Brokers' collection address, which suggests someone's cashing out. In the aftermath of the Manchester bombing, British media point with alarm to the large number of known wolves believed present in the country, more than 20,000. Calls for regulation of encryption rise. Observers wonder whether existing powers have been exercised effectively. There seem no obvious quick fixes for either blocking extremist inspiration, 
or developing effective counter-messaging, so a reach for enhanced surveillance capabilities will prove strongly tempting, especially given last week's known wolf horrors. Authorities in the UK are unhappy with the degree to which their US partners quickly and anonymously leaked information about the ongoing investigation. U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Kelly calls leaks about the investigation from the U.S. intelligence community outrageous and close to treason. Former Director of National Intelligence Clapper essentially agrees. Speculation suggests the leakers are unlikely to be senior political appointees, but are more likely to be career intelligence or law enforcement officers. Google is dealing with three issues this week, two in Android, one in Chrome. Judy Adware has led Google to kick 41 infested apps from the Play Store. Security firm Checkpoint Software discovered and reported the problem. The Korean company responsible for the auto-clicking adware, which you may have unwittingly encountered in the form of the Chef Judy app, is said by news site Neowin to be Kinawine, registered at the Play Store as Studio Corp. The second problem, Cloak and Dagger, is a family of credential-stealing attacks demonstrated by researchers at Georgia Tech and the University of California, Santa Barbara, so far not manifesting itself in the wild, but being addressed by Google. The third issue affects Chrome. It's a bug that doesn't trigger Chrome's red circle and dot warning, and that in principle could help an attacker induce an unwary user to download spyware. Google doesn't consider this flaw a security issue, not entirely without reason, since the security measure is really the pop-up dialog box warning you against installation, and that box still pops. So the problem will eventually be addressed, but it won't receive emergency attention. Chris Olson of the Media Trust told the CyberWire that he thinks the Chrome bug deserves more attention. He said, quote, Not only does this flaw expose the lack of control website operators have over their digital properties, but it also violates consumer privacy expectations, end quote. And this, he concludes, can only contribute to further erosion of consumer faith in the security of the Internet. Someone claiming affiliation with Anonymous is working on the Houdini rat. Recorded Future predicts Houdini's appearance in some future hacktivist op. Anonymous has had more fizzle than kaboom over the last couple of years. May we hope for more fizzle. There are some polite security vigilantes at work in Liverpool, at least according to various tweets and a story in Motherboard. We deprecate vigilantism, but at least these bravos are polite. The message they're said to have left on an electronic billboard at the Liverpool One shopping centre read, quote, We suggest you improve your security. Sincerely, your friendly neighbourhood hackers. End quote. So nota bene, hackers and mall rats, courtesy costs nothing. Still... Stay out of other people's networks, kids. Right? Right. And finally, you know Yara, the tool that helps security researchers assemble their own rules for malware tracking? Trend Micro primly points out that while Yara's a good thing, it shouldn't be your only thing. And why not? Because some funsters modified a Yara rule to generate an alert that will pull up a version of a 1987 chart topper by Rick Astley. So don't let your tools drive you to Mr. Astley. We know, we know, you're never going to give up, Yara. But at least consider a mix, lest you too be Rickrolled. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. 
It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And I'm pleased to be joined once again by Johannes Ulrich. He's the Dean of Research for the SANS Technology Institute, and he also hosts the ISC Stormcast podcast. Uh, Johannes, welcome back. Um, you wanted to tell us today about some information about DNS security. Yeah, there's really an important change coming up in how DNS and SSL or TLS certificates intersect. Over the last couple of years, there has been a lot of talk about weaknesses in SSL and how people should move uh, to TLS. But aside from these fairly subtle and difficult to exploit vulnerabilities in the algorithm, there have been ongoing issues with certificate authorities just issuing certificates they weren't supposed Supposed to issue. To help with this, uh, there is a new DNS record uh, that uh, was introduced uh, back in 2013, actually, by RFC 6844, that is supposed uh, to allow to ch for certificate authorities to check whether or not they are supposed to issue a particular certificate. So what's happening here now is that uh, the organization that essentially uh, governs uh, TLS in browsers will make uh, this change mandatory as of September 2017. What this means in practical terms for you that uh, if September this year or later you're going to ask for a certificate, the certificate authority will check if you have uh, this uh, certificate authority authorization record in your DNS zone. Now, if you don't have this record, uh, nothing will change, nothing will already happen, but you have the option to add this record, which really provides significant additional security for your TLS certificates. 
Certificate authorities will only issue certificates if they're authorized to actually issue them, and they will notify you whenever a new certificate is being issued. So uh, this is a real important change uh, to how certificates will work and uh, something you should consider adding before September uh, to your zone to take advantage of it. All right, good information. Johannes Ulrich, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the dark net, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire.